The New England Patriots have hired Ben McAdoo as an offensive assistant coach, but what does it mean for the rest of the Pat staff? We're going to take an insider's look, so stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful, and thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Not only is Locked On Patriots a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, but we are also free and available on all platforms. So smash that subscribe button on YouTube, and don't forget to download or follow wherever you get your podcasts to ensure that you get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Fan Nation, so please reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on X at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to Locked On Patriots, please be sure to follow our account there as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And Pats fans, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to, and they help you do it faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And Pats fans, your New England Patriots continue to add to their coaching staff. NFL Network's Mike Garofalo on Tuesday morning was the first to report that the Patriots are indeed hiring former New York Giants coach Ben McAdoo to their offensive staff. And of course, word first broke on this potential hire over the weekend. Sports Illustrated's Albert Breer had the scoop on this. And the Pats are apparently bringing in McAdoo as an offensive assistant. And rumors are also abound that he may be taking on an assistant head coach type role next to Gerard Mayo. But primarily, McAdoo looks like he will be assisting his former colleague, Alex Van Pelt, who, as we all know, is the New England Patriots' new offensive coordinator. Now, McAdoo comes in with a very extensive resume. He started his pro coaching career in 2004 as an offensive quality control coach with the New Orleans Saints. The last coaching job he held was with the Carolina Panthers as an offensive coordinator in 2022, but McAdoo was most likely best known for his tenure as Giants head coach from 2016 to 2017. In his first year, led the Giants to an 11-5 and record, and he even led the G-Men to the playoffs. Era of good feelings, things were looking good. However, the team regressed massively in his second year at the helm. It was a season marred by numerous injuries, player suspensions, and most notably, a fractured locker room. McAdoo also made the controversial decision to bench quarterback Eli Manning in week 13 of that season, ending his streak of 210 consecutive starts. And ultimately, that cost he, along with general manager Jerry Reese, their jobs after compiling only a 2-10 and record in 2017. But I will say this, do not let that resume prevent you from applauding this hire. Ben McAdoo is a talented offensive coach. And I think the most intriguing thing about this hire, folks, is that the Patriots' interest in him most likely stems from his time working for the Green Bay Packers. From 2006 to 2013, Ben served as tight ends coach and then quarterbacks coach. 
And not only did he work alongside Mike McCarthy, but he also worked alongside Alex Van Pelt. So there is a synergy and a working relationship between these two. He also has other ties to the Patriots organization in the form of Patriots Director of Scouting, Elliot Wolf. Wolf had a pretty prominent role in the Green Bay Packers front office while McAdoo was there, so keep a sharp eye on this working relationship as well, especially if a lot of the rumors surrounding Wolf are true. He's been working very closely with Gerard Mayo on these coaching hires, really taking on the duties of a de facto general manager. He, alongside Matt Groh, looked poised to play a prominent role in the Patriots continuing to build their roster and build their coaching staff for 2024. But bottom line, this one has a chance to succeed. McAdoo's experience with working with both Wolf and Van Pelt, to me at least, solidifies that notion that the Patriots' operations will have a distinctively new look and a new process for the upcoming season. And again, folks, Ben McAdoo on the field can lend some pretty notable wisdom and counsel. His experience with blending outside zone and gap run concepts that he did with the Giants and has done pretty much in every stop that he's made into an offense that's predicated on short passing completions and getting yards after the catch shows that the Patriots are going all in on this new West Coast style. Most importantly, all of the knowledge that he's accrued throughout the years is definitely going to be an asset not only to Van Pelt, but also to Gerard Mayo, especially if he's going to take on that assistant head coach type role. As I've said many times here on Locked On Patriots, the Pats offense has nowhere to go but up. They finished 32 in scoring last year. They have to improve that. And exactly how the hirings of Van Pelt and McAdoo are going to reshape this offense is still a matter of conjecture, but they're putting all the pieces in place to incorporate the type of offense Gerard Mayo said he wanted to run from the moment that he took the reins here in New England. And Pats fans, we're just scratching the surface when it comes to Ben's hiring. And I know that you all want to know more than the surface facts and figures are going to tell you. Say no more. Because here, and only here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, can you find the local experts who can provide the type of boots-on-the-ground insight. And joining me here in just a moment is one of the best of the best. My colleague, both at SI's Fan Nation, as well as here on Lockdown. Patricia Traina, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, to provide firsthand insight on Ben McAdoo and what it will mean for the New England Patriots. So everyone stay locked in. You will not want to miss this. I guarantee it. Patricia Traina joins me when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues, a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On listeners, the only thing more important than cheering on your favorite team on game day is making sure that your game day table is well stocked. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? Order on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites. All of your favorite restaurants, stores, from retail to grocery, guess what, folks? They're on the app, so you can shop everything you need to get game day ready. And with the big game coming up, get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers and order all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash. And then get ready to watch the action on Big Game Sunday. So Locked On listeners, don't delay. Do it today. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. That's when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. Subject to change and rules apply, so don't forget. Use the code LOCKED23. L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. 
Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And folks, if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets with my favorite outlet to do so, FanDuel. I know your favorite team from Foxborough is not playing in this one, but it is still a great time to enjoy the game, the food, the commercials, and maybe even some of those prop bets that we love so much. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, maybe even two, or maybe even three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, if you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Patriots fans, your New England Patriots continue to add to their coaching staff. And yeah, they're subtracting too. There's a seismic shift going on in Foxborough right now, and most of it is on the offensive side of the ball. The Patriots add former New York Giants coach Ben McAdoo to their offensive staff. Well, if he's a former New York Giants coach, there is only one source to go to, the only one I trust. My good friend and colleague, the publisher and beat writer for Giants Country, a fan nation of Sports Illustrated, as well as the host of one of my very favorite podcasts, Locked On Giants or Locked On NYG, if you prefer. My good friend and colleague, Patricia Traina, joins me today. Patricia, thank you so much for lending your wisdom and counsel. My pleasure. Always, anything you need, you know where to reach me. Absolutely. And we really are lucky here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Jeff Lloyd, host of Locked On Browns, joined me over the weekend to talk a little bit about Alex Van Pelt. When you can get one of your colleagues out of bed on a Sunday morning to come and join you on a Locked On Airwave and be able to talk about a coach that is taking a new job somewhere else, uh, you really know that you're blessed to work with some great colleagues. And I truly am here on Locked On. And Patricia is right up at the top of that list. We've been friends and colleagues for a long time. And hopefully that will continue uh, for the foreseeable future and beyond. But Patricia, the Patriots right now are adding to their coaching staff. And Ben's name came up in a report by Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated over the weekend. Obviously, uh, there is a Giants pedigree here. Yes, the last job that he held was the uh, Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator in 2022, but he is best known for his brief yet eventful tenure, as I like to call it, as Giants head coach from 2016 to 2017. Patricia, one thing that the Patriots are doing right now is they're trying to incorporate and move in a new direction on offense, running more of that West Coast type of style that blends the outside zone with the gap runs, You've covered Ben for a couple of years in New York. You know his style. As a coach, what type of impact do you expect Ben McAdoo to have on the Patriots' offensive staff? Well, Ben McAdoo is actually a pretty good offensive coordinator. Remember, before he became the Giants' head coach, he was the offensive coordinator for a couple of years prior to that, after Kevin Gilbride resigned his position with the, the in, in the latter part of Tom Coughlin's years. So that being said, the shift to this modified West Coast offense, what we saw a lot of was a lot of the more short passes, you know, more of an emphasis on yards after the catch, 
more of an emphasis on, on like you said, the running game. So just a mixture. And, and what McAdoo tried to do as an offensive coordinator is he moved guys around. There was a lot of shifting. There were some experimenting with moving guys to the outside. You know, for example, Sterling Shepard, um, they tried him on the outside, just trying to get more out of guys, get more versatility because he never wanted, you know, it, it was almost like that old Bill Belichick uh, mm-hmm. theory of, I'm going to keep you guessing. So I'm going to move guys around. I'm going to, I'm going to play chess while you're playing checkers and see if I can get the best matchups. And for a while there, it actually worked for the giants, the giants, you know, the offense wasn't that bad. It actually improved from the latter years of the Kevin Gilbride era to the, you know, the transition to the McIndoo era. I think where Ben though went wrong was uh, as, as a head coach, I'm speaking is, you know, he had only worked with one really head coach his entire career, and that was Mike McCarthy, who's now the head coach in Dallas, as as we know. McCarthy and, and McAdoo worked together on the uh, Green Bay staff. And before that, I think they worked together in San Francisco, and if I'm not mistaken, also in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So Ben McAdoo only knew one way. And that's the danger when you hire, you know, a coach like that, is if he only knows one way, what happens if you can't run that one way? You know, how do you get out of that problem if you hit that problem? And he wasn't able to do that. So, you know, I think it it benefited him by getting away from that McCarthy way and going, you know, he was with Matt Rule, I think, for a year in, in uh, Carolina. And just, you know, I know he was a, a consultant down in Dallas, and I think he was down in Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Mm-hmm. So just getting some additional insight into how others do stuff offensively as you know administratively as a coach I think that's going to help Ben McAdoo if he does land you know with another team but I'm glad that you mentioned adversity and overcoming adversity and maybe learning from some of the stops that he's made um, after his uh, uh, tenure in New York one of the things that Ben McAdoo is always going to be remembered for as a coach for better or for worse was the decision to end the 210 consecutive start streak of Eli Manning. Now, folks, whether you agree with the decision or not, or whether you agree with how it was handled leading up to it in the aftermath, Ben was right in the middle of it. And that 2-10 record is sort of tied to his decision to bench Eli Manning. Now, was it the only reason why he went 2-10 in those years? Absolutely not. But that is always going to be a part of his legacy. I'm not necessarily going to ask you to assign blame pie for that, Patricia, because I know that's water under the bridge for a lot of Giants fans. But that type of decision, that type of stress as a head coach, it stays with you. Uh, And a lot of people in an authoritative position have always gone back to difficult times, times of adversity, and said that it was those times that really tried their souls. It was those times that really brought out either the best or the worst in them and really served as learning experiences where it has it that not only will he be assisting Alex Van Pelt with the offense, but also acting as assistant head coach. I like to say, and I open today's show by saying the consigliere to Gerard Mayo. If in fact that is going to be his position and he's going to hold those roles, do you think that his involvement in a decision of that magnitude could help to strengthen his ability as an advisor for this team? I would hope so. I would hope he learned from that. I mean, when that decision was made, and again, whether you agreed with it or didn't agree with it, it was just how it went down. And it was almost, you know, kind of underhanded in a way. It it, it was almost like he wasn't transparent enough 
because, you know, ownership thought he was going to do one thing and, you know, and that one thing was, you know, play Davis Webb, you know, find out what you've got in the younger quarterbacks. And then, oh, look, we're going to Geno Smith where there was four years of film on him. So, you know, I think where McAdoo kind of went wrong besides, you know, that decision and how he went about it is after that decision was made and it created such an outrage, not just amongst the fan base, but amongst the Giants community and the media because of, again, how it was handled. McAdoo tried to walk it back and tried to and kept trying to defend it and justify it. And that right there was a crack in his demeanor, if you will, because when you're in a high profile position and you're going to make a controversial decision, you better have the conviction to stay with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're going to waffle and walk it back and try to defend it, guess what? People are going to maybe perceive that as a sign of, okay, maybe he's not so sure. Maybe he's not as strong of a leader as we think he is. Mm -hmm. And I think that helped, you know, I mean, there were other things that led to McAdoo's in-season firing, the first in-season firing that the Giants had of a head coach since 1976 when they dumped uh, John McVay. Um, but that was not a good look for him. So I would hope that, you know, he'd learn from that. You know, once you make a decision, stick with it. If you are that convinced that, you know, decision A is the way to go, don't waffle. Don't walk it back. Don't try to defend it. Just say, this is the decision I've made. This is in the best interest of, you know, team A or whatever team you're working for. And that's the end of the story. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because especially as a rookie head coach, Gerard Mayo was well aware that he doesn't have the most experience in any of all the guys in the room that he's going to be working with. And I think he's going to use that to his advantage, especially early on. He's got a great way of communicating with his teammates, with his fellow coaches. But that insight of guys like McAdoo or guys like Van Pelt uh, I think is going to be such an important part of growing this staff because they're going to be the elder statesman. He's got a young defensive coordinator in, De in Demarcus Covington. He's got a young special teams coordinator in Jeremy Springer. So, you know, the Pats are going to need those voices in the room. And it's good to know that that type of battle test on Ben McAdoo could end up serving him well. Patricia, obviously, when it comes to Ben McAdoo, you have a great deal of insight. You've covered him. You see things us mere mortals don't see, I like to say here on Locked On Patriots. Um, perhaps more of an insider's eye than you'll find anywhere else, folks, other than right here on the Locked On Podcast Network with the local experts always at the ready to lend their wisdom and counsel. So I'm going to put you on the hot seat. I'm going to ask you for your wisdom, your insight. Is there anything about his either his personality, his coaching style, or anything? type of insight that you can share that you think would be interesting to Patriots fans that might get them excited about this hire. He's very detailed oriented so much so that when he was first hired as the Giants head coach, he did something that no other head coach in my 30 some odd years plus of covering this team, I can recall doing. And that is he invited each beat writer of the team individually to come into his office for a 15 minute meeting. And he wanted to get to know each beat writer, you know, what was our backgrounds? What, you know, questions did we have for him? Basically a feeling out process, if you will, you know, what kind of, you know, what could he expect? You know, was, were you going to be a troublemaker? Are you someone who was going to stir the pot or were you going to be fair to the team? You know, that sort of thing. So this is how detail oriented he is. And, and he, you know, when I had my turn, 
again, it was only supposed to be a 15 minute meeting. I think I was in his office for a good hour and a half. And it was, <laughs> it was, it, it wasn't that, you oh, know, Lord. it wasn't a negative on my part. It's just, you know, I guess he found me engaging to talk to, I don't know, but um, it felt like a job interview. It really did mm. because he was asking me about my background. You know, how did I get into journalism? You know, what were my interests? You know, I, I felt like I was being interviewed for a job. And at one point I even said to him, I said, coach, are you interviewing me for a job? You know, cause I just <laughs> thought it was kind of funny. And, you know, we, Long story short, you know, by the time my my session ended, like I said, it, it almost went ninety minutes. Um, he had said to me, I guess he 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 decided he liked me. He said, you know, hey, anytime you know you want to talk to Sully, I think Mike Sullivan was his offensive coordinator at the time, or this coach or that coach. He says, if you want to know, because I expressed an interest in, you know, I said, look, in order to do my job the right way, I need to understand what you are doing you know, some of the decisions that are being made, because I don't want to sit here and speculate and then throw gasoline on a fire that might be simmering. So he basically said to me, anytime you want to know something, go to PR, tell them, you know, I, I he says, I'm going to tell them if you come to them, you know, that they should put you through to whoever you need. And, it, it you know, for me, it was a good relationship. We had a good working relationship. Um, he was always respectful to me. Um, you know, you know how sometimes coaches can be snarky with the media when you ask them a question and they don't <laughs> like it or they don't want to answer it. I never had that problem with him. Mm. Um, you know, I, I did think that, you know, in year two of his his um, tenure as head coach kind of went off the rails a little bit. I, I always remember the Frazier the Lion story, which was <laughs> hilarious. Um, look, Google Frazier the Lion, folks, and you'll see what that's all about. Um <laughs> But yeah, he, you know, and then he just gradually began to lose the locker room, mm -hmm. um, you know, with players. And I remember talking to former players. Um, he didn't want former players around because he felt that, you know, okay, the history is, is it, we're going to start forming our new, our own history. Mm -hmm. And he really wasn't big on, you know, having former players around. And I think there's a value to having former players come in every so often Absolutely. for the, you know, for the new generation. You know, especially, you know, when you talk about the Giants, a lot of the, the players on the roster never saw Lawrence Taylor play. So how mm -hmm. cool would it be if Lawrence Taylor came in and talked to you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, McAdoo was all about setting new memories, new, you know, milestones and everything. And I get that. But along the way, I, I just feel like he lost control of things. You know, there was you mentioned at the top of the, the segment you know, the, the, the suspensions, the locker room splintered. I mean, you had guys calling each other cancers. It was just a mess. And it just became apparent that Ben had no answers for that. And I'd like to think he has matured and he has learned from those mistakes. He's still confident. He's still a confident guy. And, you know, I do think he could be a good, he, I do think he's a good X's and O's guys, but it was the intangibles that were missing and that's what kind of doomed him, I, I think, during his time with the Giants. Yeah, and I think that's actually where he may serve Gerard Mayo best, being an X's and O tactician and someone that will come in and be able to lend that type of wisdom and counsel, as I like to say, as only a former head coach can, into someone that is holding the position for the first time. One thing that Gerard Mayo is very good at is being a great communicator. 
Uh, you hear all the time from his former teammates, from guys that have played under him, that he is so good at being able to explain things uh, to them in a way that they understand it, uh, being able to reach across the lines of media, being able to reach across the lines of player and coach, and be able to meld everyone together and bring them together with great communication skills and great people skills. Gerard Mayo is very good at that. So maybe Ben coming in here, a little of that will rub off on Ben, a little of his X's and O tactician skills will rub off on Gerard, and maybe it is going to be a very good hire for the New England Patriots. But just remember, folks, you've got all the insight you need on Ben McAdoo, and you got it here first on Locked On Patriots, thanks to my good friend and colleague, Patricia Traina. Folks, if you are not a subscriber of Patty's podcast, Locked On Giants or Locked On NYG, folks, don't delay. Do it today. I guarantee you, you will be a more informed football fan. It's one of the best listens out there, not only on this great network, but also all over NFL podcasting. Definitely do that today, and you can catch all of her great written work as well at Giants Country, a fan nation of Sports Illustrated. Patricia, what can I say? Thanks so much for joining me today. Hope it's not the last time we cross the streams before the 2024 season, my friend. I'm sure we'll be talking again. Who knows? Maybe we'll have uh, some joint practices in the summer. Who knows? That could be a possibility. Mm. There was always the annual, uh, I think at least it's going to come back, the Giants-Patriots uh, preseason game. So preseason. I'm sure we will cross paths again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today, Patricia. My pleasure, my friend. Locked on listeners, passion, drive, and patience is what brings home that winning trophy. You know what? It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. Our good friends over at eBay Motors have everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks to exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Listen up, all you Locked On Patriots listeners out there. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster. And here's the best part, folks, for free. Because LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus all those leading competitors out there. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and may not have the time or the resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, it's quick, and it's easy. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash 
Locked On NFL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Patriots fans, thank you once again for joining me here today on Locked On Patriots. And I know that you all found my good friend and colleague, Patricia Trainer's insight especially valuable when it comes to the hiring of Ben McAdoo. But don't forget, folks, the Patriots also made another hire to their staff on Monday. That's right. The Patriots found their heir apparent to former defensive line coach, who is also their newly promoted defensive coordinator, Demarcus Covington, to guide their preventive front. The Pats hiring another former Green Bay Packers coach, defensive line coach Jerry Montgomery, to join the staff of Gerard Mayo. And even though Jerry's title has not yet officially been confirmed, it is widely assumed at this point that Montgomery is going to succeed Covington as the Patriots' new defensive line coach. Now, a little background on Jerry Montgomery. He spent the last nine seasons in Green Bay under head coaches Mike McCarthy and then most recently under Matt LaFleur. He served as the team's defensive front assistant from 2015 to 2017, and then in 2018, actually looked like he was ready to leave Green Bay to join Texas A&M, both as the assistant head coach and defensive line coach. However, during the negotiation process, he chose to remain with the Packers, and he retained the duties as defensive line coach while adding running game coordinator to his resume. Now, Jerry has a lot of experience along the defensive line. He was a former defensive tackle with the New Orleans Saints, and he began his coaching career in the college ranks, played for the University of Iowa, and then started as a defensive tackles coach in Northern Iowa in 2006. After that, he made stops at Wyoming, Indiana, Michigan, and Oklahoma, and then he joined the pro ranks with the Packers in 2015. So Jerry Montgomery now joins a staff on defense, which beyond Gerard Mayo and Demarcus Covington, is largely yet to be determined. Don't forget, Steve Belichick, the former outside linebackers coach for the Patriots, is now going to be the new defensive coordinator with the University of Washington. So Montgomery comes in to add additional strength to an already strong unit, but a unit that still needs to round out its coaching staff. And folks, we're going to continue to add as much wisdom and counsel as we possibly can right here on Locked On Patriots as the Pats continue to build their squad for the upcoming season, both on the field and in the coaches' room. So stay locked in, everyone. And as always, a special tip of the cap and a heartfelt thanks to all of you everydayers out there. Your support is both honoring and humbling to me. I truly appreciate each and every one of you more than words can say. And on that note, I remind you all to stay safe and to stay well and to be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow on Locked on Patriot.